From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Thank you for joining us today. We're uh, here in Zechariah chapter 4, and we're going to finish out probably today here these last uh, few verses. We've been looking at the vision of the menorah and the golden candlestick and the two witnesses. And I want to read for you verses 8 and 9 and show you the victory of revival through the prince. And the Bible says in uh, verse 8 that moreover the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands also shall finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. And of course, I showed you yesterday that uh, that it was customary uh, for those to uh, Zerubbabel, the the civil leader. To, uh, to be able to put the, the capstone on the construction project. And God said, oh, great mountain, God will help you, Zerubbabel, just as he has helped others. And strength is always made perfect in weakness. You know, Caleb, his name means strength of God. And he wanted his mountain at 85 years of age, and, and his strength was not diminished. It was the same as it was the day he came in uh, 40 years ago. And, and he took his mountain. And David was taken from the sheep coat, and Joseph from the pit, and Moses, Elijah, and John the Baptist all came out from the desert and they stood as kings and before kings and and they were all victorious conquerors of faith the mountains of earthly rubbish disappear under the presence of the mighty spirit of God and Zerubbabel you're going to finish what others started the foundation was laid under Haggai and finished under Zechariah 20 years it lay desolate it lay and now it will be completed within six years and it is the fate of most to inherit an unfinished work by the way there's a lot of pastors that go to a lot of churches and and, and they get there and saw that there was something started that wasn't finished and then it's fallen to them to finish another work and Jesus talked about it in Matthew's gospel that you know that if you're going to be a good steward before you start you better count the cost of the tower and see that you have sufficient to build and Christ hath, but but a work that's begun for Christ by Christ uh, he'll finish he the Bible says in Philippians 1 6 that he with has begun a good work in you also will do it and perform it until the day of Jesus Christ and we can finish uh, our part of the work of Christ the work that Christ has given us to do but know this at the end of your life the work of Christ will still have work to do. And uh, Alexander McLaren said that we're like coral insects whose reef is one thought, though its makers are millions, you know, and uh, there might be, uh, I just, uh, it's it's one big, uh, there's one big reef and the work of Christ and I'm just one worker, uh, I'm just one of a million. And, uh, but I can do my part, amen? And I can see that my part's finished. I can't always see somebody else's part finished, but, but I can see my part. And we're just small fragments of a, of a mighty work, an almighty work of God, which runs throughout all the ages. And we're small stones like Peter. We're just little pebbles, but God doesn't waste anything. He uses each and every one for his good work and builds it on the great stone, the cornerstone, the, and the capstone, Jesus. And, and I just want to remind you today, the work you do for God is important. It pleases God. There's a bunch of little stones, one big rock, and we are the little pieces of the body of Christ connecting the cornerstone to the capstone and find a place in between to serve and serve. 
Without places of service, you're missing something in your life. And the mustard seed is the smallest, but the mustard tree, tree grows to be the greatest. And a child can play with an acorn, but who can shake the oak? Amen? God can, and he'll help you finish the work he has begun in you. And again, I don't want to beat the horse to death, but I, I just, I like what Paul told, told the church at Philippi. Uh, again, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Until, the, until you die of the resurrection, God's going God's to do the work. Verse 10, he says, for who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. God's spirit is the measure of success, not the size of the work. You know, some people think that if you're not in a church of a thousand people, you're not successful. No, it's not the size of the work. It's the spirit of the work. And, and, and God said, look, don't despise small things and little things, Zerubbabel. Don't despise this temple because it's not as great as Solomon's. It's the same spirit of God that's here helping you. And the eyes of God are on the little things and God doesn't despise small things so God's people don't despise small things you know most people judge the work by the size of the work instead of the spirit of the work and if that's true we all need to start watching Joel Steen and close the doors of the churches amen and we ain't going to do that now no one's good for the day of great things who despises the day of small things and uh, let me tell you something our problem is is that we haven't lost teenagers we lost our toddlers you don't take care of your toddlers you'll never keep your teenagers Sam Ballot mocked God's people before the army of Samaria. What do these feeble Jews? I was always told that it wasn't the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. Amen. Watch out for the little guy. There are a hundred messages here in this verse, but in this one little verse, don't look at any little spiritual thing and despise it. By the way, don't despise your prayer time and your Bible reading time. Don't despise your family altar and don't be despise being faithful to church on Wednesday night and Sunday school. And don't despise teaching Sunday school and driving a bus. And don't despise small things form your life and small things build an entire life that withstands the storms of life. And a, a day of school builds a life's work and a, a Bible that's falling apart belongs to a life that's not. And the day of small things, little as much when God is in it. Does the field you're called to labor seem so small and little known? It is great if God is in it, and he'll not forget his own. I like that. Little as much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or pain. There's a crown, and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. It's a great and a worthy work to work for God. The seven eyes of the Lord were watching the small things. Have you read Revelation 5, 6? And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Oh, the eyes of the Lord, the seven eyes of the Lord, they run to and fro through all the earth, beholding the evil and the good. But they do behold the good. And they watched Hagar at the well when she was cast out. And she said, Thou, God, seest me, because the eyes of God were there. And you can be too big for God to use, but you can never be too little. You'll never be too weak. You can be too you can have too much talent you can be too strong but the smaller you are and the weaker you are the greater God's opportunity to reveal his strength in you the eyes of God run through the whole earth and you'll never be out of his sight and if you're in his sight you may have his strength amen let me just give you the last four verses here the vocation of revival's power let me just read these for you and close today this chapter then answered I and said unto him what are these two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick and upon the left side thereof and I answered again and said unto him what be these two olive branches which through the two golden pipes empty the golden oil out of themselves and he answered me and said knowest thou not what these be and I said no my lord then said he these are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord 
Lord of the whole earth. All the two witnesses furnish the oil for the lamp. They're the priests, Zerubbabel and Joshua, and they are Moses and Elijah, and they are Christ and the church. And Zerubbabel and Joshua are gone, but here stands the church today and the Christ on the other side and and keep the oil burning. And, and, uh, and one day, very soon, Moses and Elijah are going to and get the temple up to be a light to the nations. And they will be during the tribulation too. The 144,000 will be converted under the two the preaching of the two olive trees. And, and they'll go into all the world. And a revival like this world has never, ever seen will take place. And as the Holy Spirit takes the church out of the way, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 tells us these two are anointed with the Spirit of God to stand and testify to the world. But the 144,000 are then given the seal of the Spirit and the gospel is taken to the world. But right now the Holy Spirit is still here and it is good for men to go forth as Jesus sent them two by two and let us be the two witnesses. By the way, I hope that you'll go soul winning men. I hope Jesus sent the men out and he sent them out two by two and I hope that you'll be anointed with the Holy Spirit and go out two by two and go on do knock on doors and tell people about Jesus and you ought not attend a church that don't do it amen and uh, chapters five and six are going to come up tomorrow and we're going to have to pay close attention to them but we're going to begin those and see the vision of the flying scroll but I hope today that you'll see that no work of God if it's done for God is too small it's great work because it has a great spirit and be about God's work and be one of those witnesses that goes out with the gospel today. Hey, you say, I ain't got nobody to go with you. The Holy Spirit will go with you. He's a good witness. He's a better witness than anybody will take. Hey, two walk together except they be agreed and all, but be in agreement with God and God's spirit and God's word and you'll have a, you'll have a majority uh, that cannot uh, with a great work that cannot be overturned, will not be despised by God, but will be looked upon with his grace and his favor. Amen. May the Lord bless you till our time tomorrow. No longer a been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace find pastor castle's bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poor House to the Palace. From the poor